What's up? What's up? It's your boy, State of the State of New York Knicks podcast, episode 100-162, Knicks versus Grizzlies. Knicks lose, but in a good, um, how can I say this? It's a good loss. Um, we lose 112 to 115 in overtime. Um, shout out to Cam Reddish. He hits the game time shot at the end of the fourth to tie the game up to actually send us in overtime. So appreciate that. Uh, the stats for the night, um, Julius Randle. Uh, he played great. He had 24-11-6. He should have had a triple-double, if you want me to be honest with you. Um, a lot of guys missed a lot of shots, and we'll get into that. Um, Mitchell Robinson, you know, wasn't a good night for him, according to his standards. He had zero defensive rebounds. That is very, very, very disturbing to me. Um Having zero rebounds, it, it just tells me your, your, your effort for that game is not up to par. But at the same time, in the first quarter, I felt Mitchell Robinson was a victim to having to cover too many people at the same time. And he was in early foul trouble. Uh, Jalen Brunson, who also, he had a, a, a good game. Uh, he was seven for 18. He had nine assists and six rebounds. Oh, he's a good re- rebounder for his size. I could appreciate Jalen Brunson. Um, at certain times in the game, I felt like in the first quarter, he could have passed the ball more. But at the same time, overall, he made he, he had a great game. He made great decisions with the ball. Uh, he found Julius Randle on a couple of mismatches. He found Cam Reddish on a couple of leak outs for easy transition buckets. He found Cam Reddish for an easy transition bucket in the fourth quarter uh, where Reddish had an and one. Um, That's stuff that you like to see. You like to see your point guard push the ball. You like to see your point guard push pace. And he did that all night. And it's funny how, you know, the eye test matches the plus minus. Uh, He was a plus three. Um, Brunson was great tonight. Uh, He was one for four from three. I'm pretty sure he, he won't shoot that. Uh, again, um, no time soon. Uh, 39% from the field. That's kind of horrible for his standards, but I'm pretty sure he won't shoot that low of a game again. Uh, Brunson was re- repeatedly targeted this game on pick and roll plays. Um, having to cover for a guy like Brunson, uh, a guy like uh, Evan Fournier once again, and Jalen Brunson had got into – early foul trouble as well. Um, and that's when Emmanuel quickly comes in the game. And, you know, quickly has been playing terrible so far. Like quickly, I don't know what it what it is. I don't know if he's thinking about his contract. I don't know if he's in his own head. I don't know if it's mental. I don't know if it's physical. I don't know what the hell is wrong with him. But he has to shape it up. Uh, comes in the game, ball hogging once again, zero points. I mean, zero assists, actually, not zero points. But he was 0 for, he was 0 for 6, 0 for 3 from 3, 0 for 3 from the field goal, field goal line, was again to the free throw line, um, playing lethargic, uh, ball hogging, taking a, dribbling out the clock to take a 30-foot contested three. And it, that I was done with him for the night after that. 
I, I forgot what quarter that was. I think it was in the second. I said, yo, get quickly off the court, man. He doesn't know what the fuck he's doing out there at this current moment. You got to hold all these boys accountable. I can't gatekeep no, nobody. That was fucking disgusting, man. His performance was really bad. Really, really bad. Got to hold him accountable for that. Um, RJ Barrett, man. This would this easily had to have been one of his worst games as a Nick. Uh, yes, he had eight rebounds. Yes, he had three assists. But he was three for eighteen. He was zero for six from three. Um, five for six from the free throw line. Okay, cool. That's cute. I understand that. But at the same time, RJ passed the ball, bro. Overtime. Three straight plays, bro. He gets the ball. And he misses a layup. And on the last layup that he missed, Reddish was wide open in the corner. Pass the fucking ball. Jalen Brunson was wide open on the other side. Pass the ball, bro. Pass the ball. You're not fucking Kobe, bro. Get that shit through your head, bro. That shit was disgusting tonight. You know the man is hot. Randall's cooking. Reddish is cooking. Let them cook. Playmake. You, you don't have it going tonight. You don't got to force it. I understand you're making $120 million, But I got to I gotta treat you like how I treated Randall. The fuck was that? This disgusting play today. Disgusting play today. That shit is unacceptable from R.J. Barrett. Unacceptable. Then he misses a layup and don't even run back on defense. Like, what the fuck are you doing? He needs to look in the mirror in tonight's game. Get back in the fucking gym and shoot some jump shots. Because that was bad. You got carried by Randall and fucking Reddish, bro. What? Who the, who the hell thought that would happen first game? Honestly. And they both played damn well. Knicks was damn near down by 20. Third quarter comes. They fighting. They chipping. They fighting. Then it was a play. RJ gets the ball in the corner. His stupid ass won a 2019 Julius Randle running the right in three people. Runs right into three people. <laughs> it's the weed, fellas. I got to smoke because he's playing so fucking bad. Oh, my God. That was disgusting to watch. And what's crazy is Julius Randle saved him on that play. And that's the same play where I literally stood up and said, ah, strong, strong basket. Strong basket. Cam Reddish, 9 for 15 today, 3 for 6 from 3. Um, Made both his free throws. But this is the stat that I want y'all to pay close attention to when it comes to Reddish. These two stats, the rebounding and the steals. He had five rebounds tonight. He had three steals tonight. Pay attention to that. Pay attention to that. Just like Julius Randle, the two stats you got to pay attention to with him when he plays well is the rebounding and the assists. 
not necessarily his defensive stats, but whenever he give you two steals in the game, you take that shit to the bank. You should have no complaints. He give you two steals. You, you should have no complaints. So overall, you know, I liked what I seen from some of those guys. Cam Reddish was stellar tonight. Stellar tonight. I'm so happy he played this well. Isaiah Hardenstein. Shout out to Isaiah Hardenstein. He was 7 for 11, 63% from the field. Um, I know he was 0 for 3 from 3, but he had some good looks. Um, he was 2 for 2 from the free throw line, 8 rebounds, 4 assists. He had one assist to Obi Toppin um, where he threw it behind his head. Obi Toppin had a, a straight line dunk where he didn't have to dribble the basketball. All he had to do was rise up. Isaiah was great today. Scrappy, um, good on switches. He had one block today. Um, he had 16 points as well. That is something that's nice to see. You know, two guys coming off the bench who could give you this type of push. You know? That is very nice to see. Um, Obi Toppin, I gotta I, I, I gotta give Obi Toppin a a to be determined this game. I gotta give him a pass, man. That shit quickly be doing, bro. Y'all don't understand. Like, I don't wanna have to clip together this man's possessions, but you gotta pass the fucking ball, bro. I'm not looking for Derrick Rose to do that. Even though Derrick Rose was 2 for 8, he was 0 for 3 from 3. Yeah, he played bad offensively. But Derrick Rose still moves the pill. That's what I'm concerned about. I'm concerned about good basketball. Obi Bailey got touches tonight. Bailey. And Tibbs got to do a better job of putting Obi in positions to succeed. I can't have Obi as a corner boy. I, I don't like that fan. That's not his game. Needs to be cut into the rim. He was cut into the rim most of the time with Isaiah Hardenstein on the floor, and I like to see that. I need to see it more. I like that combination. Um, But 13 minutes tonight, that is egregious, even for, for, for tip standards. Yeah, this Evan Fournier shit got to go. Shit got to go. Gotta go. When you're giving this man 32 minutes, 36% from the field, of course he's 50% from three. He affects Brunson's game so much. And the other four players in the starting five that you just cannot start him right now. I want to win. You cannot start that man. So the Knicks is the Knicks is going to have to figure out this wing situation. I can't wait for Grimes to come back. I can't wait for Grimes to come back because I'm interested in I'm interested in seeing what will the rotations be. As of right now, just coming off of what I've seen in preseason and coming off what I've seen into this first game, when Grimes come back, quickly is situation. Unless the, uh, unless people love him to death, 
I I can't play. I got to play Grimes in that spot. Evan hasn't played so poorly to the point where I could just banish him to the shadow realm. Not yet, at least. Not yet. But at the same time, when I'm looking at the bench, I'm saying, okay, just look at the game tonight. Derrick Rosen quickly looks redundant. It looks redundant on the floor. Rose is a year older. He's not the same guy, man. Cannot defend like that no more. But he could still play make. He could still get you some, some clutch buckets. He, he could still get guys organized. Quickly. Who is a combo guard. I kind of feel like for our team, he kind of gets played out of position when you're putting him at the two-guard spot. So when Grimes come back, it's going to be interesting, just for me. From a defensive standpoint, I don't know how many more games the Knicks want to lose until they say, you know what, fuck it. We, we, we can't start Evan no more. I don't know how many more games they want to lose. I'm looking at the next game. And we played the Detroit Pistons, right? And the Detroit Pistons deployed Cade Cunningham and Jaden Ivey in the backcourt. If we thought Ja had fun today, what the hell is Ivy and Cade Cunningham going to do to this backcourt next game? Fellas, ladies, who's listening or who will listen, we have a problem. Now, I warned y'all, I warned y'all before the season started, this Evan Fournier shit, it must end. Because if he continues to start, we will be on a one-way road trip to the lottery. End of story. Now, if you want to tank, you should root for Evan Fournier to continue to start. If you don't want to tank, he needs to be banished right on the bench. Let Grimes and Cam Reddish play. Or make quickly situational. Play Reddish, play Evan Fournier and Grimes off the bench. Or when Grimes come back, if he outplays Reddish, start Grimes. Either way, Reddish has firmly earned himself in the rotation tonight. You can't, you cannot see what happened tonight. And and shout out to Julius Randle, because I read an article earlier too. Where Reddish cited Randle for tonight's performance. We said Randall kept telling me to be aggressive. And that matches the eye test. Let me tell you why. When Reddish came in, right, and him and Randall shared the floor, Randall found him the most. I didn't expect that. I did not expect that at all. He moved that pill. 
we got to use those weapons, man. We got the pieces already on the team. It's just up to Tibbs and this organization to figure it out. And last thing I got to say, and then Kev, I know you've been waiting. You could join me. Um, I'm thinking about quickly and Obi Toppin's contracts. Yes, I'm smoking. 316 in the morning. Quickly and Obi are due for contract extensions next summer. So what are we going to do with them this season? What can happen? Can Reddish make a couple people expendable? Can Grimes make a couple people expendable? Is Randall playing so well that you say, okay, you know what? We don't have to pay Obi. We can we can deal him and we can reset the rookie scale deal behind that position. Or we can deal quickly and we can reset the rookie scale deal behind that position. There's no rush. But when you employ Derrick Rose and Evan Fournier, and together they make almost $30 million, no, the $31 million, $32 million. You trade those two. Now you cook it. So let's see. I'm interested. This was a good loss. It, it, it's funny because I'm not angry. I feel like uh, a loss or a win this season, either way, is good for me. Um, I have no complaints. The Knicks fought hard tonight. They didn't lay down. And, and that's the best. That's the best. You know, when you when you continue to fight four quarters and you make it interesting for people like me, I have no complaints. I have no complaints, man. Um, Kev, what's up? Uh, you joining me right now. <laughs> uh, the State of the New York Knicks podcast, episode 162. Uh, Knicks opener against the Grizzlies. Uh, how you felt tonight? And um, what, what what's currently, what's one of the main things that's on your mind? When it comes to the team, I feel, I feel amazing, bro. Mm-hmm. I feel amazing, yo, bro. <laughs> first of all, did Cam bring you back, bro, to the fold? That's that's the first question I have to ask. It's, have it's to ask. not. Did, bring, did he bring you back to the fold? It's not about bringing me back to the fold. I just felt like, I just felt like Tibbs was. Just for me personally, from my eyes, I felt like Tibbs wasn't putting them in the best positions to succeed. One. Two, Cam Reddish wasn't taking it because he was playing soft. Um, and three, you know, shit happens. You know, when dudes play bad, I call them out on it. Yep. <laughs> Let me tell you something, man. People getting mad at me for calling out on quickly, calling quickly out and it's okay. Quickly, he's playing bad, bro. Fuck you want me to say? He, Reddish played well in preseason. He did not. That is a fact. But at the same time, Tibbs did not coach him up the way I wanted him to in preseason. 
It goes hand in hand. So right now, as it stands, after that performance, got to play him. Got to play him. Can't you? You can't. You you can't DMP him after that. That that's a no no. Got to play him. Now, yo, bro, the fact that Randall was actively trying to find Cam, bro, that that was crazy to me. I was like, like he literally sat there and told Cam, "Yo, Cam, get the ball, bro." I was like, what? Yeah, Rand- <laughs> yeah, Randall, Randall, Randall was fun to watch tonight. I'm not even gonna lie. When I think the score, I think I re- repeated this already, but I say it again. I think the score was like 72, 80, and um, RJ. Went into three people on some 2019 Julius Randle shit. I don't know what he was thinking on that play. And um, RJ loses the ball. Randle pushes the dude, gets the ball, picks it up, pump fake something that Obi should have did during preseason on one of the plays where he got blocked from behind. Pump fakes, gets both of the guys up in the air, and one, and then he screams. I'm like, oh okay, that's that's what I like to see. Um, he was locked in tonight, bro. He was locked in tonight. I have no complaints about um Julius Randle. I like the fact that he he actively um found Reddish. Cause you you want to know what's funny? Last week we were saying that they had no chemistry on offense. You see how shit changed when when the real season starts and the the lights is really bright. So not yet, bro. Yo. I'm interested to see in that chemistry, bro, because if, if Julius Randle on camera is going to be playing like this, bro, <laughs> it's going to be crazy, bro. No, it, like, you know, if Cam is playing like this, he's going to make a lot of dudes expendable, bro. I'm not, I'm not going to, I think he's going to get that contract, too, especially if he plays like this. Not like, for sure. It was saying, who was Cam Reddish remind you of, bro, when he was driving into the paint at will like that, bro? It's only um, one dude that comes to mind, bro. For me, um, I think taste for the Clippers. <clears throat> nah, I'm not doing that. That Paul George bullshit. I'm not. I'm not doing. I'm, I can't. I can't do that right now. Um, for me, um, he looked at a little Jalen Brownish out there. Um, he looked under control. He looked good, man. He looked good. I I can't lie. He he looked. He played so well tonight. It made me miss Quentin Grimes. And let me tell you why. When you have fun wings on your roster to watch, the more you have, the more successful your team can be in today's NBA. So the fact that R.J. Barrett could come out and go three for 18 and another young wing that we have can actually, you know, come out 22 points, five rebounds, three steals on good efficiency. That is great to see. Uh, we got to take some stock into that. It's, it's, it's just for me, you know, wh- what are we going to do about the starting position? I'm, I'm hoping that Tibbs make a change soon. I'm hoping he doesn't, he doesn't wait and rest on his morals because if he waits like last season, bro, it's going to get ugly fast. And I, I don't – and I know you see the next game. Our next game is against the Pistons, like I just said. Um, and I believe the game after that, we got Orlando. But then after all the, that game specifically, bro, when you look at those first 10 games, that's going to tell us a lot about the Knicks. And 
RJ cannot. He that, that shit that I watched tonight, man. He, that shit can't happen again. Yo, bro, did you see bro when RJ when Cam was running with RJ on two like back to back plays on the on like to on the break and he did not pass it to him? Um. I was like, yes, bro, I brought that. There's no way. So I don't I don't think you was here when I actually mentioned that it was three straight plays all in overtime and RJ and Reddish and Brunson ran with RJ all three straight plays and for some odd fucking reason bro RJ tries to lay the ball up over two straight people three straight plays that is egregious he can never do that bro look I was like you gotta be better I was like, yo, bro, if Cam does that, I'll be fine because Cam has the hot hand. You feel me, bro? But like, RJ, like, <laughs> no, but this is, but this is the difference between Cam and RJ. You see, 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 this is this is why I get pissed off with Tibbs. The play when Rose passes to RJ from the out of bounds play, and Cam hits him with the fake. She we gets right past him. Does the spin move? Pump fake. Uh, uh, uh. What is that? A, a, a walkthrough? I forgot what it's fucking called. But he pump fake. Yeah, yeah, I know what you did. Like he sat there, he got the the, the person in the air, bro. Did a yeah, spin move, bro, did, did and then follow- laid it up, bro. Yes, like did between two people. Plays yeah. like that is plays where I know Tibbs appreciates. Uh, it's good to have athleticism and guys who have that type of skill on the court and it's fun it's fun to see but bro this is the main thing bro like i said to you before i want you to pay attention to these two stats each time he plays i want you to pay attention to his rebounds and i want you to pay attention to his steals because those two things just for cam reddison specifically are indicators is this he's on the court doing what he's supposed to do so every good game that he has, I'm expecting for him to have at least a steal or two and at least five rebounds. I don't care about really the points. The points is going to come easily. You see how they came tonight? Most of them was in the flow. Easily. Jalen Brunson was, was spectacular tonight. Let's give kudos to him, too. Uh, Br- Brunson, the thing what I liked about Brunson tonight is he kept the pace up and he found RJ and Reddish on a couple times on leakouts. This was one of those games where if RJ just goes seven for 18, we win. If he goes eight for 18, we win. You gotta be better than that. Gots to be. It, it I know it's bad when I'm when I'm literally looking at the hospital TV and I'm like, yo, RJ, pass the fucking ball, bro. If if there's one thing I don't like, bro, like a player could, you could, like this stuff I could let rock. Like I could let you rock as a poor defender. I could let you rock as a low IQ guy. Like that's understand. All that shit is understand. Ball hogging, bro, that's my number one agitator. Number one. If there's ever a thing I dislike about somebody's game, I hate ball hogging, bro. That's what I got on Julius Randle about. Three straight years, ball hogging. Bro, that's why. That's why there was times though where I was sitting and watching the game, 
Julius Randle gets fouled out, right? I'm like, bro, you got to pass it to the hot hand, bro. And the only person on that court that, like, really had the hot hand was Cam. Oh. Like, like Jalen Brunson was good, too. Don't get me wrong. Like, I'm not saying he didn't. Like, he, he was bad. But, like, you passed to the person who was, who was the most efficient on that. Like, he was 9-14 at the time. If I'm Jalen Brunson, I'm passing the ball to Cam. And I'm letting Cam go to work because Cam is sitting there. He's going – he's, like, yo, he's he was making it look so simple just to, like, attack the basket. Like, it was crazy. Like, yo, State, you know, like, that Euro, and then he finished it with the left hand? That was crazy. I was like, nah. Like, we don't have that on our team. No. Nah. For someone, it wasn't even, like, he had to, like, put a little bit more spin on it because how far he was with the Euro step, and he laid it like that. I was like, that's crazy. Yeah. Yo, man. I can't wait for Grimes to come back, bro. Did, I can't even take quickly spot. I, yo, at, quickly! Oh my god, it is far. <laughs> yo, just imagine, yo, hold on, bro. Just imagine a lineup bro, of like, imagine if Tibbs goes small ball with like Randall at the five, and then you just had Cam at the four, RJ at the three, Grimes at the two. And you could have like Jalen Brunson, bro. To like, yo, I, bro. like, oh my god, quickly makes me so makes me laugh, man. I'm, I'm still sick, by the way. Like, my chest feels crazy. It's crazy how I'm recording a podcast and I'm feeling this way. But fuck it, um, quickly, he he got to play better, bro. I don't know what it is with him. I don't I don't know if it's the contract. I don't know if it's. Yo, what if Cam has been busting his ass in practice, like, all the fucking time? That's why he just has, like, a personal agenda towards Cam. Like, nah, I don't, nah I, don't, I don't even think it's that. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't never want to. I don't, I don't like to put that type of stuff out there. I don't like to put that type of energy out there. Twitter, cool, but wax, I, I can't do that. I can't, I can't straight up accuse him of. Just not liking the dude or, or, or feeling some type of way. No, no, say you know what I think it is, bro. Uh huh. I think what I think what it is, bro, is last year, bro, quickly had to play behind all these facts. Alec Burks, no one, no one's no even, no one's no wow. Kemo, he was playing behind all these, you know, the um, these vets. and mm-hmm. I think what happened is that so he had to do something to get Tibbs to play him more, right? And that's why he started passing the ball last season. And that's why everyone was thinking he was the point guard. Me, I wasn't, I said, I always said he's a two. He's not a one. He's a two. He, He's Jordan Clarkson. He's like, he's like the bad part of Jordan Clarkson. He just likes to chuck. So I think what happened was, is that he sees all the bets is gone and he's like, all right, I'm going to get minutes anyway, so I'm going to do what I've been always been doing, you know what I mean? And yeah. I think that's, I think that's why quickly he's sitting there and he's ball hogging because he's been doing the same shit he's been doing for three years, and now since he's not playing behind vets as much now, that's why he's starting to revert back to his old ways, which is the chunking and all that. I I will say this, I I disagree with that. Only because quickly has had his moments where 
He's been positive on the floor. Um, yes, he is aggressive with the basketball. Yes, at times he seems like a ball hog. Yes, at times he seems like a stupid chuck. But there are times where he's great on the floor. He's playing great defense. He's, he's taking good shots. Um, he's going to he's going to the basket. But at the same time, it's like it's a, we're in his third year. He's giving me rookie mistakes. His last three games, he's just been putrid. Um, he only had one good game in preseason. Uh, I hope he gets. I hope he plays better soon because we will need him. He just needs to think pass first. I think once he changes mentality, I think that quickly needs to change his mentality as a basketball player in order to separate himself from other people. Um, I'm not really, I'm not necessarily concerned with quickly um, just doing this over the course of a whole season. I hope that quickly, like once again, man, I'm praying for that man to just play better. It's been real bad for him, man. It's real sad. Shout out to Derrick Rose, man. I hope he stays healthy. Um, Derrick Rose has always been a positive teammate. Uh, I like what he did tonight, even though he didn't shoot well. I can still respect Derrick Rose as a, as a basketball player. Hopefully, uh, if we're in a losing season, we can find a new home for him where he can compete for a championship. That's the one thing I would love Derrick Rose to do before his career ends. It's kind of sad to me that Carmelo Anthony is not in the NBA right now. Um, hopefully, he will find himself a home soon. I would love to see Melo back in the league. Um, but that was a good first game. Uh, Shout-outs to the Knicks. Uh, good loss. Not really too concerned about um, the loss. I feel like the pros outweighed the cons in, these, in this loss. Um, final, final things that was was noticeable tonight. Um, John Morant had recorded six turnovers. That was more turnovers than the Knicks in starter, starting five. Uh, the Knicks starting five had five turnovers, and John Morant had six. So that's impressive within itself. Um, once again, Mitchell Robinson did not record a single defensive rebound. That is pathetic. Uh, I need better for Mitchell Robinson. Whoever – uh, place the bet on FanDuel for Mitch Robinson to get a double-double. Uh, I pray for you. I'm mad as hell along <laughs> with you. Uh, that that shit, that, trust me, that shit hurts, I know. Um, Obi Toppin playing 12 minutes. Uh, what about for the dudes that um, betted that Cam Reddish was for over 20? Nah, I, nobody bet that. Nobody you bet sure, that. Bro? Nah, nobody bet that. Nobody's betting that. That that That's child's play. <laughs> That's child's play. Nobody, nobody was batting that, brother. Nah, I promise. What if, you. What, if, what if there was like that one dude that was like, you know what? Can't I mean, come in the cool. game, he's gonna put up twenty. Kudos to him. Kudos to him. I, 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 kudos to him. I need to find me one of those guys. Um, Obi Toppin. Uh, he played twelve minutes this game. Hopefully, he could play more minutes next game. Um, I'm kind of confused at why he only played 12, but I can kind of understand. I was going to say, yeah, that's understandable because Randall was, like, playing. like Rand playing Yeah, Randall, Randall was just playing. Randall was playing so well. Um, Randall was playing within himself. Randall was playing defense, so I had no problems with it. But you still got to find Obi Toppin more minutes, man. He's the eighth overall pick in the lottery. 
and you need to find more minutes for Obi Toppin. And Derrick Rose only playing 13 minutes. I think that's something that we should follow throughout the course of the season. Um, Derrick Rose, he's the type of guy got to get his legs under him. Um, Memphis Grizzlies had three double-digit rebounders in Sandy, who had 11. Steven Adams had 14 in John. Kunkshkar, Kunkshar, huh, he had 11. And the Knicks, Knicks missed three free throws all game. RJ won, Randall won, Mitchell Robinson won. That is beautiful to see. At least we're making our free throws. Um, And finally, Cam Reddish, 22 points on 15 attempts. Outscored Obi Toppin, Derrick Rose, RJ Barrett, and Emmanuel quickly. 20 points on 35 field goal attempts. I need those guys to be better. Plain and simple. No excuses. I will give RJ Barrett, none of these guys, no excuses. Um, it falls on Tibbs' lap, ultimately. You're supposed to bench RJ Barrett when he's having a horrific game like this. Um, as far as quickly is concerned, he's a guy, I hope he gets in the gym because if, if, it, if it's up to me, when Grimes come back, his ass is situational. Maybe I'm just being emotional right now, but that man, it's, brother, if he going to play the two guard, I might as well have Evan Fournier and Quentin Grimes in the back in, in the in the bench unit with Obi and Isaiah Harvestine. They have quickly, who's a ball dominant guy, who's gonna take a fucking contested 30-footer instead of moving the pill. Like, oh, oh my God. Oh Jesus. Um, shout out to the New York Knicks though. Uh Cav man, I appreciate you joining me on this short pod, man. I wanted to recap the game. Uh, this will definitely be on Apple Podcasts uh, in the morning. So I appreciate all, all, all the Nick fans. I think we actually have a game today, actually. Let me make sure. No, it's on Friday game. It's on Friday, right? Yeah, it's on Friday. Yeah. And so our next game, yep, is tomorrow against the Pistons. And then our next game after that is October 24th against the Orlando Magic. Um, hopefully, Tibbs do something about Evan Foyer in the starting lineup. The starting backcourt will not work. Jaden Ivey, I hope he does not score 25 on us. Please, almighty Allah, God, help us, sir. But um, I'm out of here, Kev. I'm out of here, Nick fans. I appreciate you guys. I appreciate the audio listeners for tuning in with me. It's your boy, State of the State of the New York Knicks podcast, episode 162. Peace out.